we see in the way that Rabbi Yudha Levi sets up the Sefer is that the first chaylik was principles of Imunah and now it's more principles of Ashkafa. It's interesting that there's a certain overlap between what the Rambam calls Imunah and uh, what Rabbi Yudha Levi, Rabbi Yudha Levi puts in the second chaylik which is more now that the king is already converted and wants to understand, so now it's more a question of understanding rather than challenging. So we are, we are holding at the end of Ois Aleph of Ma'amar Hashani, and he's coming to explain what the king asked him. The first thing the king wants to know is about the fact that we give our Baruch of various titles. Titles or names. And we're going to see the difference between a name and a title. It's called a shame or it's called a middah. Now what's the question on that? The fact that we give Hashem a certain, so to speak, way of relating to Him looks like Akshama. Akshama means making Hashem seem physical, which obviously we don't do. Even though we know we don't mean to do that. And the Torah says clearly that Hashem is not physical. So how can we give Hashem physical attributes? Now, just to, before we get to the answer of the Chacham, I just want to explain the background to the question. What's the difference between a shame and what's the difference between a midah? This is the first Mishnah in Masech HaShvos. There's seven shames that Hashem has. And the din of a shame is you can't, the person that would write it, you can't rub it out. The person can't say it for nothing. The person can't pronounce it the way it's pronounced in the Torah because it's saying Hashem's name, Nashav. As opposed to a midah, which even though it refers to Hashem, doesn't have the same Kedusha. And therefore, a person can say the words of the midahs and a person can write them and they don't have the same Kedusha. Right? What's the difference? And this is, a, this is a question. Why? Because at the end of the day, the shame is because Hashem also referred to certain aspects of him. So what's the difference between what's referred to as a shame and what's referred to as a midah? And to make myself more clear, let's give some examples. Right? Some of the shame, the seven shames. The first one is Kav. Elohim. Yudke Vavke. Yudke. Ekya is a shame. Tzvokas is a shame. Shakai is a shame. And the word Adnas, which we pronounce the way we do in a bracha, is also Hashem. Those are the names, so to speak, the Torah calls Hashem, and none of those names can be said for nothing. And like I said, there's a Kedush when one writes them, they can't be erased. Now, what do they mean? Most of them, most of them come in the Torah in other contexts besides for Hashem's name. So, what do the words mean? For example, the word Kel. We have the word in the Torah a number of times. And the word kel means koyach. It means power. So, when you refer to the name kel as referring to Hashem, we're talking about the source of power. We talk about the word Many, many times in the Torah. It refers to Dayanim. It says, It's talking about the Beistin. And therefore, when we talk about the name Elakim, it's referring to Hashem. We're talking about Hashem as the Dayan. When we talk about the word tzvakos, right? So, again, the word tzvakos refers to the Torah as an army. A tzvakos is an army in the singular. Tzvakos, the army is in the plural. Right? And we have the word many times in the Torah. It's talking about the armies of the Malachim. Right? So we're talking about Hashem tzvakos. We mean Hashem who, so to speak, leads the army of the Malachim. Right? But then again, it's, the word means the leader of the army. When the word adnus comes, again, in the Torah itself, a lot of times it doesn't refer to Hashem. It means my master. Just like Adon is a master, so if you're going to say my master, you'd say, and the Torah does this, it doesn't refer to Hashem, Adoni or Adonai, how are you going to say it? 
As Aaron said with a comet, with Noi, then it means the master. But it means Hashem is a master, as a king. Okay, so but those we call Shemus. As opposed to the next list, which we call Midas. Attributes yeah, of Hashem. Specifically, that's Ayut Kevav. Okay, there's a reason. You ask, you're right, we're bringing it up. Wait, give me a few minutes, we'll see why that's there. Now, as opposed to Midas. Midas are Rachum, Chanum, right? Erech Apayim. Whatever it is, which refer to also attributes of Hashem, that He's kind, that He's merciful, that He forgives. Even Hashem is called the Nazis Pasha. Hashem is called Kano Yvanaikin. Right? Midas are how Hashem acts. So what's the difference between the shame and the mid? Now what's the background to the question? Because what the king is really asking is, how do we refer physical attributes to Hashem? How do we refer physical attributes to Hashem? Like emotions? Emotions, feelings, or, better, or doing things which are normally the, the, realm, the realm of people to do. So why do we do that? Why do we refer these things to Hashem? Now, the answer is like this. And uh, this is background to what the, the Chacham is going to say. Based, interestingly enough, on the Rosh. The Rosh in, in, in Sechaz Yuma brings it to side. And the Rosh basically says, we have no way of referring to Hashem. We have no way of referring to Hashem. Because you can only refer to something which you can, so to speak, a name means the way that you relate to that thing. Now, if we don't understand anything about Hashem, then we don't have a name which can apply to Him. And therefore, we can only refer to Hashem in terms of how we see Hashem acting. Hashem himself we don't know. But we can refer to Hashem in the way we see Hashem acting. And therefore, the Rosh says, every name of Hashem refers to an aspect of how Hashem acts. Because that we can relate to. Hashem is acting like this, or Hashem is acting like that, or Hashem is acting in this way, this way or that way, that we can refer to. Hashem himself, we, we have no way of describing it. So there's no name for that. There's no shame. And therefore, says the Rosh, the, the name we left out, even the name which the Torah was Hashem, Yudke Vavke, isn't the fa- says the Rosh, isn't Hashem himself. It's the fact that Yishya Hashem exists. Yudke Vavke is a contraction of the word Haya, Haive, Yiyya. The Yud at the beginning is from the Yiyya, the Hay is for all of them, the Vav in the middle is for the Haive, and, and the end is from the Haya. So we have a combination of Haya, Haive, Yiyya, Hashem was, is, and always will be. And again, that's something we know about Hashem. That Hashem always is. That Hashem always is. Beyond more than that, we can't come, we don't know more to describe Hashem except for the fact that we know He's there. And therefore, there's no name of Hashem which applies to Hashem Himself. We can only refer to Hashem in the ways that He's acting. We can only refer to Hashem in the ways that He's acting. In the way that we perceive it? Which is the way we understand that He's acting. Right. What does it mean when the passage says, Means his attributes. Right. I mean, you could have put a better right for the boss of Yadat and Hashem. But it's, uh, the, the, even then, it means the name which we're talking about, which means a certain attribute of Hashem. Now, this explains a little bit better. For example, in the Nefesh Chaim last week, instead of straight what I'm saying, right? and that is, we gave the marshal of a slideshow. And we gave a marshal of the different colored lenses which are going to be in front of the slide and some of the light, and that's what you're going to see on the screen. Right? And you're going to talk about, hey, I see green, I see blue, I see yellow, I see red, because that's what you can see. Even though you know that there's a light behind that which is shining through all those lenses, you can't see that. What I can see is what I can see on the screen. And therefore, the same thing applies over here. What I can see is what I can see, I can just acting. Because I can see the screen. 
what's behind that I can't see. So I can't relate to Akkadish Baruch Hu himself. I can only relate to Hashem as He's acting. And therefore the world of Atzeros, as we explained it, is the Olam Hashemus. Which means the way we see Hashem's acting at any given time, and then we relate to by the way He's acting. And therefore it changes. It changes. When we talk, sometimes we see Hashem being Rachum, and sometimes we see Hashem being Chanun, and sometimes Hashem is being Kanei Venaikem, and sometimes Hashem is a Zakin Malei Rachum, and sometimes Hashem is the Ish Gevil Mechama. Based on how we see Hashem acting, so we're not talking about Hashem himself, we're talking about the way Hashem acts. Right, and this is going to be the basis of the answer. When the Torah talks about Hashem, we give him a title. It's not talking about, now we're defining what Hashem is. We're just defining how Hashem is relating to us. And if that's the case, it's not Hashem. We're talking, we're, not, we're talking about the medium through which Hashem is acting towards us. Okay, that's the basic point. <coughs> Can I ask a yeah, sure. Huh? We can't relate to Hashem an entity, as an entity. We, don't, we can only relate to Hashem how He acts towards us. But Emerson, you're relating to other people, you're doing the same thing, just on a much more physical level. And that is, you relate to a person how they relate to you. That's the way they're acting. It's not necessarily the essence of the person. Yeah, it's very rare that you can relate to a person not by the medium of how he's acting towards you, it's by, by really understanding what's him beneath that. That is a certain level of, which isn't the normal way a person reacts. And this is the Pasuk. The way that a person acts to you reflects the way you're going to act to him. But directly, the person acts friendly towards you, you're going to act friendly towards them. You see him as a friend, he sees you as a friend, you're going to act like friends. That same person to the next guy could be an enemy. He sees the other guy's enemy, then he sees him as an enemy, they act like enemies. So what's the person really? Which one, a friend or enemy? Close to distant. It depends the way he's acting. The, the interaction between you is going to define the relationship. And therefore, the way you react to him is the feed the way that, the, that you relate to each other. Now, and just like Rakhad Baruch the item of the Shemus isn't the Shemus itself. And for those of you who have heard the Vadim on Das, right, the the way the, the intrinsic person is beneath what he, the way he relates to other people. The way a person relates to other people is from the level of his ruh, and the, the in person himself is, is his nisham, it's a deeper level. But the way you relate to somebody is, the, is through the midas of how he relates to you. That's what you know about the other person, and that's how, how you go, that's what's going to define the terms of the relationship between you. And again, it's the same thing. If the same person in different positions will act differently. Clapping the person is greater than him, he acts like a servant, he acts like a talmud, he acts like a son. Clapping the person under him, he acts like the master, he acts like the rep, he acts like the, t- the father. So what is he? He's, 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 uh, he's coming, like a kayak, he's coming as, as a recipient. He's coming as a needer, a taker, or he's coming as a giver. And the answer is both, because it depends in relationship to him. Depends on, in relation to who you're talking. The same person, and that's, that's always the train, right? There's someone higher up who he receives from, someone lower down who he gives to. Whether it's the father, the grandfather, father, son, whether it's, uh, if you're going to talk in a corporate sense, the boss, the, the, the overseer and the employee, whether it's the the godel, the, the rav, and the talmud, whatever, however it's going to work, it's the same. And the person relates to other people in the position that they relate to, which is best not the intrinsic person, it's the midas, it's the way that defines the term of relationship. The way we see HaKadosh Baruch relating to us is what's going to define the way we meant to relate to him. And again, this is a big topic of Avodah Hashem. It's a very important topic of Avodah Hashem. I'm going to digress for two minutes just to explain what I meant by that. Because the audience is about to get there in Yuma. No, no, no. get there in Yuma, in a few daft time. And it says that, Moshe, when he's davened to Hashem, said, Akel, Agadol, Agibor, Vanayim. 
Akel Hagadol Hagibur Aner. Hagadol Gibur Aner are three of Hashem's midas. Akel, I said powerful. Hagadol Gibur Aner. Hagadol is midas Achesed. Gibur is midas Hagvura. Aner is midas. That's a midas Emes. But he's explanation why. Okay. Says the Gemara. Yirmiyahu and Avi saw the Chorban, and he said Hashem can't say Gibur anymore. And Daniel saw the, the Jews when they arrived in Babel, being dead to Babel in chains. Is Hashem can't say Naira. I can't. I can't say Naira. Not afraid of Hashem. Look how they being mishnachim b'shadim b'banov. Look how the guy was subjugating his children. They drag, dragged them into goddess. Can't say Naira. And the Nanshakesh Sagadah came back. For whatever reason, they reinstituted all of it. And that's why now from Esrei we start like Moshe did. Kel Hagadol. I give over Naira. But ask the Gemara Yomah. That's not the same advice. Ask the Gemara Yomah. Right? Daniel and Yirmiyahu. How could they leave out Hashem's name? They didn't know it was true. So the answer to the Gemara is Metech Shiyodim Shakadish Bokha Emes, it went Meshakritim. What does that mean? The way the Mephashim explain it, the way the Mephashim explain it, is of course Shakadish Bokha has that Midah. But we don't see it in action. Right now, Hashem is not acting with that Midah. So we can't relate to him like that. Now, the Rosh Shapira, the Khandi Bracha, is always a beautiful motion for this. Right? In that same Bracha of Atagibar, right? Half the year we say Hashem is Mashim Bracha Maragashim. And now we don't. Now we're not asking for Geshem. We're saying Hashem is Gevura. Hashem's power is that He can bring the rain. Maskirim Gevura is Kushami. So there's a certain aspect of Hashem's ability to bring the rain. So I'll mention the whole year long. And it's not my question. It's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah. The first Mishnah in time, yes, like I was about to say, that is Maskirim Gevura. So they should mention the whole year long. So why don't we? And the answer is because we don't see that meter the whole year long. In the summer, there isn't rain. So we're not seeing that middle in action because Hashem is not sending the rain right now. So we can't mask in the middle we don't see in action. And therefore, when Daniel didn't see the middle of Nair in action, when Yirmiyah didn't see the middle of Gibor in action, they can't mention it. We're not arguing that it's there, but it's not there right now. So we're not going to mention it. Fine. And that's the side. We're not... Hashem has all the middles. The question is to identify which middle Hashem is acting with now, and that's going to identify the way we relate to Him. Based on the middle that Hashem is acting with, that's the way we relate to him. It can't be multiple. It can overlap, in which case it gets new names. It's a little bit more complicated. It'll be a new middle. It'll be a, a combination middle. So, for example, for example, there's a, and it's still got a simple example to explain the idea I'm trying to put across. There's a way we relate to Hashem in Rosh Hashanah. There's a way we relate to Hashem in Sukkot. It's the same Hashem. What changed? Rosh Hashanah, we, the Gemara says, we didn't make it up. Come with a kayf in Yishtar, a business to bend himself, a business to humble himself, a business to cry. Wonderful. And circus? No, that's not the way we celebrate circus. A business to be happy and a business to feel close. And what happened? It's the same Hashem. What changed? Nothing changed. But when Hashem is being shown to Midas Hadin, that, that demands the response of how we stand Bedin. When Hashem is acting as a middle of Chesed, or middle of Rachamim, and they expect that within the way for us to respond is with the Medavra, is how we would respond to the Medavra. They're all there. And it's all true. And Akashwakh can choose in each situation which Medi he wants to use. But that will define the response that we have to have. Now, okay, so therefore, the first usage. The first usage is even though we give Hashem names, so to speak, or titles, it's not referring to Hashem himself, it's referring to the way that we see Akashwakh Baruch Hu acting. The way we see Hashem acting towards us. And therefore the Rosh, going back to the Rosh we said before, Yomah says the basic name is Hayah Hayah Vaviyah because that's always there. 
we always see it, the fact that Hashem is existing. Now, besides for that, and Hashem's giving Sorry, existence, we always see the name Yudke Vavke, because we always see Hashem as the source of existence, that He exists, and He's making everything else exist. That's across the board. Whatever else is happening, there's always a background, which is Havoy, but everything existing, because Hashem is giving it life. Now, more than that, there could be a change, and it depends which other myth is being used at the same time. And this is, uh, we have a famous period. It really needs to be learned because it's, it's based on uh, Kabbalah, which is the Kabbalah of the Rishayim. This is a pre-arise of Kabbalah. What we call the Shira Yichud. I know we said once you're in Yom Kippur night, but it's not exactly the right time or if you want the right frame of mind to actually understand it. So much needs to be learned because Rav Shemina Gadol, the one who wrote it, was one of the Kedosh, we call the Kedosh Chassidah Ashkenaz. A, a, a group of Mokobalim who had a Messiah of Kabbalah, we're talking 300 years before the Ariza. And as he, he based, he wrote the Syria Yechud based on the Kabbalah. And he writes this Mufurish. Lo yikar nulcha, velo yedan nulcha, avalafi ma'asecho, kar nulcha. We don't know you, we can't see you, but lafi your ma'asim, that's how we can relate to you. And that's luckily, and he goes on barichos to explain this. We see different aspects of Hashem's acting, and that's what we're going to call it. Which is the same you say. Now, so that's the idea of giving a name, a title to Hashem, means you feel the way we see Him act towards us. And just like in our words, we sometimes call Hashem Avinu, sometimes we say Malkeinu, sometimes we say Adineinu, sometimes we say Moshiainu, and these are all titles. And they're all titles, and they're all true. The question is just which one is being used at any given time. Okay, so now the difference, the main point is, what's the difference between the Midah and the Shem? What defines something as a name of Hashem? which is Kadosh, and something as a middah of Hashem, which is a title which can be used to refer to him, but then the word isn't Kadosh. And so we're going to see that what makes something into Hashem, which is Kadosh, is that it's something which is a, that is uniquely used, so to speak, in the term of Hashem, in, when it refers to Hashem. As opposed to a middah, which is something which, let's say, we see Hashem acting in a certain way, but it isn't something which is, you know, that we say, as a, to we refer to Hashem in that sense, as something which is, which is uniquely describing Him. So, let's go back to other examples. The word Adon, which means a master, is not Kaddish, because we refer to any master. When you buy a slave, you're an Adon, and he's a person the Odin Bebesay or Yosef was the Odin in the house of Potiphar, it means a master, it means someone in charge. But when we refer to the same thing, if you're going to give the various uh, ways of connecting the, the word, our master, my master, your master, these are all words which come regularly in the Tanakh, and they're not in Kaddish. Adeneinu, Adeinecho, Adeinearet, it doesn't mean anything. But when you talk about the master, then we're referring to Hashem. So when the, when, the, when the vowel is with the comments, with the noi, that means the master. The master is Hashem. Similarly, like we said before, El means powerful. And in lots of different contexts, when someone is referred to as powerful, then we just give it the suffix El. When we refer to the source of power, Ha-Kel, the powerful one, then again, we are referring to Hashem. And uh, we can use the same principle to understand uh, all the other names of Hashem also. In other words, yes, it's referring to a certain attribute of Hashem, but when, when it's given the definitive, 
the source, the 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 the, the, the shleimus of that point. That's a parent dasha. Let's call the shay, as opposed to midas. We don't we don't even say when we say just Allah the Lama together, right? We're, we're careful. Depends who we're talking about. Even when we're talking about Hashem, if we use it. No, if you're talking about Hashem, then it's the name of Hashem. But I'm saying. Even if it's not okay. In the context of whenever it's going to come in the past, it's referring to Hashem. It means the powerful or the all-powerful, if you want. When it's just coming as a source of power and it doesn't know Hashem specifically, it could be talking about anything which is powerful. Like I said, the pasuk before, there's Eile Aretz Dakach, which Rashi brings in the Torah. Right, that pasuk means he took the strong people. It doesn't mean it's not talking about Hashem specifically, right? So when it doesn't have a hey, it could still be talking about Hashem. If it's referring to the source of power, right? It's a very, very good question. This guy. Now, as opposed to, as opposed to titles which are used for Hashem, which we don't use with the definitive. We say Hashem is a certain, has a certain myth. Hashem acts a certain way. Right? So, for example, we talk about Hashem as being Rachum, being merciful, being Erech being slow, or being being the one who is going out to wage war to execute justice. So then we're referring to, not, we're not using it in the terms of a title of referring to Hashem as the source of, what, of whatever. We're referring to it as something Hashem is doing. And then if that's the case, it's a near middle. We refer to something Hashem is doing, so we're referring to a middle. We're referring to something we're defining Hashem as being, you call it Hashem. Now there are three questions in this, which, uh, which are somewhere in the middle. Right, because sometimes we refer to Hashem as this, as this title, and and if that's the case, the question is why doesn't it become one of Hashem's names? Right, the first one is, and this is a stack of Sophic in the price scheme, the word Shalim. Right, and it's brought in the Sophic. Can you can you say the word Shalim in the best Americans? Because even though you mean to say hello to somebody, but Vayikrash my Hashem Shalim. So, does Shalem mean a mid of Hashem, or does Shalem mean a name of Hashem? And why? Because, here again, referring to Hashem, we're talking about the ultimate, the source of Shalemus. Right? Now we apply to Hashem. So, if we're talking about Hashem, who's Oise Shalem bin Ramah, Hashem is in the capacity of making peace, that doesn't mean Hashem's name. But if you're talking about the, the one who is Shalem, the one who is perfect, right? For example, in the Hobbit Shalem, the whole way through Shira Shirim, Hashem is called Shlema. Melech Shah Shalom Shalai. Right, so then the Melech becomes a name. That's the one, Shalai. The second one, which is also a question, is Toiv. It's a correctly, Toiv Shimcha. But many other times you find, we, we, we just refer to Hashem directly as Hatoiv, the one who is good. Hatoiv Kilechol Rechamech, for example, and we term it as Hatoiv, which is the source of good, not just Hashem does good. When we say Hashem is Toiv or Maitiv, Hashem is Tev Hashem Lakol. We're talking about Hashem is doing something. We refer to Hashem as the one who is good. So maybe that's an altar. Why is that also Hashem? Good, and that's the second one. And the third one, the third one is also the Gemara brings as a, as a something which the Gemara deals with is maybe it's Hashem of Hashem. And that is a uh, we, we're talking about a king stamp as the last of kings. We talk about Kodesh Baruch Hu as the Melech, or the Melech Malchem Lachem. That's the title specifically referring to Hashem. 
why doesn't it become a shame? Right. Okay, that needs like some more explanation. Perhaps next time we'll go back into explaining that. But the basic point we came to tonight was to explain the idea of when you what this is back and what the what the Chacham is going to answer this question next time. Um, two points. Number one, why it's not giving Hashem physical attributes to talk about Hashem doing things. And number two, how can we give Hashem a name at all? What are you referring to when you give Hashem a name? And the answer is now that Hashem does relate to us, and therefore the, the titles we give Hashem are based on the way he see, we see Him relating to us. And even the names we give Hashem are the ways which we, we understand that He's acting, not obviously Hashem Ha'etzim, which means the name of Hashem Himself that we don't have an opportunity to do. And we to divide into categories what's called a shame, what's called a middle. We began to do, like I said, there's some questions still, which ones the next time we'll come back to answer.